everybody, James Shepard here with another edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. Today we're going to be talking about selling local SMBs on simple solutions. Introduction. I've spent a lot of time lately creating content about integrated payments, vertical specific solutions, and the changing payments landscape. However, while I do believe in the inevitability of these trends, the reality in the field doesn't exactly line up with this vision for the future just yet. I live in rural Pennsylvania. When I go into the field and talk to merchants, I'm always surprised by the lack of technology implementation. Integrated payments and specifically uh, and, and specific technology solutions are certainly here to stay and growing rapidly. But I believe there are still three to five great years ahead for the agent who is willing to cold call a variety of local small businesses and offer a general solution. Not only is this a great way to build a portfolio today, but building relationships with these business owners is key to future success. By offering the simple solution they want today, you'll have the upper hand when these merchants decide to implement a more robust technology solution down the road. In this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight, I plan to share my thoughts on what these small business owners want and what simple payment processing looks like in 2022. I partnered with North American Bank Card for this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. They have a suite of products and services for these small and medium businesses that is impressive. They've embraced the omni-channel approach that I will be discussing, and so uh, I highly recommend checking them out. In addition to this, in my opinion, North American Bank Card is at the top of the list for removing friction from the sales process. Signing a merchant for a program like Edge, their dual pricing program, and getting a free terminal for the merchant is comparable to signing with a payfac like Square. The online agreement is streamlined and the approval process can take less than five minutes for many merchant types. So let's dive in and discuss how you can build a portfolio of SMBs that are looking for simple. A simple solution. Saying that small business owners want a simple payment processing solution can be deceiving. The solution itself should not be simplistic, rather the perception and experience of the merchant should be simple. Converting complexity into simplicity is the mark of a great company and sales professional. Most ISOs today enable sales professionals to sell anything to anyone. While that sounds great, this complexity has given companies like Square a huge advantage as they bring a very simple solution to market. In sales and marketing, I've seen that three is a bit of a magic number. If you're going to offer more than three options to a merchant, you have some thinking to do. That is not to say the large ISO should offer only three packages or narrow their suite of technology offerings. Rather, the sales professional needs to craft a three-option presentation for the merchant from the available options. Let's look at the various options available today, then let's put these building blocks together into simple options that business owners who are not ready to embrace a vertical-specific software will love. Pricing. I believe there are three pricing options that make sense in today's small business environment. Number one, dual pricing. At the top of my list is dual pricing. No surprise there. Example, you walk into a bike shop. The current price for a specific bicycle might be $200. With dual pricing, explain that you're going to implement the same program used by fuel stations for decades. A cash price will be implemented. 
that that amount is their current price, a card price will also be implemented. It will be slightly higher than the current uh, cash price. Further explain that your company will collect this tiny bit of extra revenue on each card transaction and use that revenue to offset processing fees. The way this works in terms of the payment processing is that the terminal is programmed to display these two prices to the consumer. So when a consumer is ready to purchase the bike for $200, the screen will display the cash price of $200 and the card price of $208. Many business owners will choose to display these prices on the shelf or menu as well. That is their decision and depends on state laws and other variables. Number two. Flat rate pricing. I've mentioned Square already several times and no one has been more successful using flat rate pricing than Square. They've definitely proven that small and medium merchants like the simplicity of flat rate pricing. I will also say that Square's dominance in this area and their hesitation to promote the concept of passing processing costs to the consumer make dual pricing my top pick. However, some merchants simply refuse to embrace dual pricing For these merchants, simple flat rate pricing can be a great plan B. Number three, interchange plus pricing. I find myself offering interchange plus pricing less and less uh, to small and medium sized merchants. However, there are two important exceptions that can still make a merchant a really good fit for this pricing structure. The first exception is B2B payments. If a merchant, even a small merchant, is processing 20% or more of their transactions with other businesses, I like offering Interchange Plus. This allows the merchant to see the benefits of interchange optimization over time. When I sold an auto repair shop a few years ago, I asked my standard questions to help determine the right package for them. I was shocked to learn that 80% of their revenue came from the government, specifically the post office. They had the contract to service all postal vehicles. They were not optimizing their interchange at all. I helped them achieve level three optimization on most of their transactions and share these savings via interchange plus pricing where we pass the cost of processing on to the merchant with a small markup. The second exception where I think interchange plus is a really good fit is when you're dealing with the quote unquote expert merchant. Expert merchants know their stuff in terms of payment processing, or at least they think they do. These business owners like the transparency, even the complication of Interchange Plus pricing. They especially appreciate that our profits will be clearly separated from the costs that are passed through by the banks and the card brands. So those are our three options for pricing. We have dual pricing at the top of the list, again, for small and medium businesses we're talking about here. Dual pricing, then I like flat rate, still simple, but we're not passing the cost of processing onto the consumer. And then finally, if we have that expert merchant or a, a B2B merchant, uh, we want to use Interchange Plus. Okay, next, let's talk about the next kind of group of three, which is hardware. So there are three simple options for hardware. So obviously you're getting it, noticing this pattern here. I'm going to give you three options for three different things, and we're going to put it together at the end. So number one, the smart terminal. The lines are beginning to blur a bit between the smart terminal and the standard, or I guess I would say the dumb terminal. In my mind, the smart terminal has significant functionality that is lacking on the standard terminal. The key functions would include basic inventory management and customer data collection and retention. In other words, the smart terminal should be able to tell merchants who purchased what in their store and which items are selling better than others, etc. However, a smart terminal doesn't usually provide 
full inventory management. Merchants may be unable to reorder based on an inventory report of items still on the shelf, etc. So that's number one on my list is the smart terminal. And again, I think for a lot of these small to medium merchants right now, it's a great fit because it kind of uh, exposes them to this idea of integrated payments and software, um, but it's, it's not really robust and scary to where they feel like you're trying to land a rocket ship on their uh, counter. Number two, basic tablet POS. Remember, this edition is not about vertical specific or robust technology solutions. What I'm talking about here is a very simple tablet POS device. Our sponsor, North American Bank Card, has the Pay Anywhere tablet solution, which is a great example of this type of technology. <clears throat> it does have robust features that most businesses would find useful, but it wasn't built specifically for one business type. Why offer such a solution to merchants? Simplicity. When you experience a true vertical-specific software, one thing that stands out to you is the complexity. No matter how well the UI is designed, a system with the capability for many different complicated and specific functions will feel more complex and confusing. The merchants we are describing want something simple. I believe every merchant sales rep who is targeting many different types of small businesses in the community and really not becoming the expert on any one in particular should have a simple tablet solution to offer. Depending on how tech savvy the merchant is, even the simple tablet system can feel like a stretch. However, uh, the merchant who takes the leap will generally find it easy to use. As long as you select a good system, like I mentioned, pay anywhere with North American Bank Card, something along those lines that's got a great, you know, really simple UI and, and kind of made for that general use scenario. While the merchant won't leverage the full functionality, he or she will usually get some extra value from the tablet system besides the payment processing. And that's all you really want to help improve retention and again, kind of open that door to future, you know, more robust solutions. Number three, bottom of my list, the standard terminal. These devices are still very popular with certain business types and owners. They don't want any fancy tech on their counter. They just want to process payments. I find this especially true in my rural market. When I go to sell with consulting clients or agents in other markets, I find that, uh, you know, the merchants are a little bit less interested in the, in the standalone terminal. But when I go to rural markets, still very, very popular. Most terminals today do have a touchscreen, but this doesn't make them a smart terminal at least for the purposes of this article. The concept of a standard terminal is one whose only real purpose is processing payments. Another good way to tell the difference is that a standard terminal usually has a physical number pad in addition to any touchscreen functionality. So we talked about pricing for you know simple pricing. We talked about the three options there, dual pricing, flat rate pricing, interchange plus. Then we talk about hardware. What are the three options there for that simple merchant? that They want a simple solution. They don't want all the complexity. We have the smart terminal at the top of my list. Then we have the uh, simple tablet point of sale system that's general purpose that we want to have available to us. Then we have the standard terminal for those merchants that really just don't want anything fancy. They just want to run payments. Now, there's one more uh, grouping here that we need to think about. And this is where the complexity starts to come in a little bit where you have to think about simplification. Omni-channel solutions. While many business owners are not tech savvy, they still want the ability to conveniently process payments both in store and through other channels. They must first be convinced that the solution will be simple to implement. 
Quick definition here, omni-channel. You hear this word a lot, it's a buzzword. All it means is that you're providing the merchant with more than one way to accept payments. That's it, you're giving them multiple channels. You will never guess how many omni-channel solutions I like to have available for small local businesses. Three, I bet that was a shocker. Number one, invoicing. The number one card not present solution I like to present to small merchants is invoicing. Email and text invoicing has become a necessary component of almost every business. The pizza shop needs to invoice the company who ordered 50 pizzas for an event. The attorney needs to invoice clients. The hair salon needs to send an invoice in advance to reserve an entire wedding party, etc. So the invoicing has become this thing where even a business owner that thinks, well, I don't really need that, if you actually explain it to them, there would be that time usually once or twice a month where it would actually come in really handy to be able to email or text an invoice. And uh, that's one of, actually, I didn't uh, put this in the written version, but that's actually one of the main things that has allowed QuickBooks to grow so quickly. You know, these business owners that are processing with you, they probably have QuickBooks online. They go in there and when they're adding things in, they all of a sudden they're making an invoice and they see, oh, I could just email this invoice right to the client and they could pay. And all of a sudden you're losing some processing volume because of Intuit and QuickBooks. And so that's because they do need that invoicing every once in a while and they can really get hooked on that. So number one is invoicing. Number two, hosted payment pages. Many businesses charge a set fee for certain things. The necessity of an in-person payment process is actually really annoying. A hosted payment page offers a place for the merchant to record information about a specific product or service, along with a price and a payment form. The perfect example of this is my son's indoor baseball program. He goes to this indoor baseball camp where they you know, coach him and help him improve his baseball skills. The same rate is charged for this program to dozens of people, including myself. They send or post a link on their website uh, for a hosted payment page, and people could sign up paying the fee on that page, right? So this is a great example of how you could do that. In this case, they're actually not doing it yet. I'm working on them doing it, but this is an example of how it should be used. But the idea would be when I go to the website or they send me an email and say, hey, your son's been accepted. It's 350 bucks. Click here to finish your sign-up process. That could take me to a hosted payments page where it's already preloaded with a price of $350 and I put my card information in there and they have different levels of the program so they could have different payment pages that are created but then these payments would be made ahead of time rather than trying to figure out how to get them a check or cash or whatever when I come in uh, you know, to this baseball camp. I'm working on selling them on this. <laughs> uh, so hosted payment pages. Um, there might be a paintball arena which offers the choice of a few packages. The company could make 10 or so hosted payment pages for the various options, then make links to each on their homepage. They send people to a hosted page to choose and pay for their desired package. Then they would have a list of names of people who paid a certain amount. So then when people arrive, they just say, hey, I'm so-and-so, and they would look and see, oh yeah, you paid this amount for this package. So this is, a, again, I'm, I want to be really clear. I realize there are significantly better solutions than what I'm describing to fill this need. But again, I'm talking about business owners that are not tech savvy yet. They don't want this crazy tech solution yet. They don't, they don't want that. This is a way to provide them something that's really nice, um, that's going to be helpful to them, that's not, you know, scary from a tech perspective. Finally, number three, the mobile swiper slash wireless terminal. 
Many businesses need to accept payments on the go somewhere. This could be a pizza place that wants drivers to accept payments uh, if the phone order person didn't text them an invoice. This could be a retailer that attends trade shows and sells goods. This could be a food truck without internet or phone connection, which enable phone line connection there, you know, landline, which enables the use of a standard terminal by having this, uh, you know, uh, mobile terminal, wireless terminal, mobile swipe or something like that. So now let's talk about, we have these three sets of three, the pricing, the hardware, and the omni-channel. Now creating your three option presentation. Now that you understand the three sets of three, how do you create your presentation to merchants while keeping all of this simple? The first step is to truly understanding what you have to offer and selecting the right solution for each of the nine items above. Our sponsor, North American Bank Card, has a full suite of products and services around payment processing. They can also handle everything mentioned here. They have all nine of these things exist under one roof. The key is to narrow the options to keep your approach simple. You want to learn nine things really well. How does the dual pricing work and how do you fill out the application correctly? What are the smart terminal options and which one will you offer? Which invoicing solution will work best for your clients and do you fully understand the setup and use of it, et cetera, et cetera. So for each of these nine things, you gotta choose What's the one, you know, smart terminal? What's the one simple tablet POS? What's the one standalone terminal that you're going to offer and get a demo unit and understand it, right? Same thing with the pricing. Make sure you understand how to fill out the paperwork for each of these pricing variants. Um, Omni-channel, you need to understand how it works, right? Get a demo account, test it out, right? Make sure you know how to use it, to demo it, to support it. Become the expert at these nine things and you'll be able to create a very, very simple solution. So the idea here is to learn all nine of the options I mentioned above. Know those solutions inside and out so that you can present them effectively and know when to use each. I believe that in today's market, you should have all nine options listed and understand the solution you are providing before you walk down the street or jump on the phone to sell small business owners. A processor may offer 10 plus tablet-based solutions or seven different wireless terminals. That is not uncommon. Your job as a sales professional is... Do your homework, decide on the one solution that will work best for you and your clients for each of these nine categories, get a demo version unit and become an expert. Once you've done this, creating your three option presentation is very simple. There are only two steps. Step number one, create a list of questions that will narrow the technology options. Your goal here is to identify what you believe is the best options for the merchant on the tech side. These are simple questions like, If you had the ability to send invoices with a link to pay, is that something you might ever use? Or do you ever need to accept payments at events or trade shows? Would you find value in collecting customer information at the time of the transaction for marketing later and or print reporting to aid in more effective inventory ordering? Obviously, there are many, 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 many questions. I encourage you to make a big list of them, then start memorizing the ones you will be using over and over again. I do not like asking questions to narrow the pricing type. For me personally, I make my own decision whether the merchant is a good fit for dual pricing, flat rate, or interchange plus. If I feel the dual pricing is best, I lead off my pitch with that and then go into the tech questions. If I feel that flat rate or interchange plus is best, I like to focus on the tech first with general statements about the payment processing. For example, 
Obviously, I can save you money on the payment processing. I think that goes without saying. But what I'm really curious about is how you accept payments now. Are you invoicing people? You get the idea. So once you ask these questions, then we go to step number two. Craft three options in your head after asking the questions. This requires salesmanship and the ability to adapt. I would say this is one of the most underrated sales skills for payment pro- payments professionals. With so many complicated, so much complication and so many technology options, not to mention pricing, it is very valuable to have the skill to be able to present three options to a merchant after getting some basic information about the processing method being used. You might realize the merchant won't want a smart terminal or tablet, but that he or she could use the invoicing. So in your head, determine the following three components that are going to be important to this merchant. You say, you know, for this merchant, as an example, probably they need dual pricing on a standalone terminal, but they also need the invoicing. Now your presentation stage might sound something like this. Susan, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today and allowing me to learn more about your business. There are actually three features that I could see adding value to your business. Let me present you with the options and you tell me what would work best for you. Sound fair? Before we get into the technology side of things, I talked at the beginning of the presentation about dual pricing where we can eliminate the payment processing fees. Obviously, we could match the pricing you have now and even save you a little bit by doing some simple flat rate pricing. But I really feel that based on my experience with other businesses in the area, we should give the dual pricing a shot. What are your thoughts on this program and the idea of eliminating the payment processing expense? Now, I'm assuming they're giving a positive response. Great. I think that's the right decision. Now, in terms of how we process the payments, we could go with a fancy smart terminal that has a big touchscreen, or we could just do a credit card machine that would be similar to what you have now, but with the technology to run the dual pricing and the latest security updates. What would you prefer? Again, assuming I read the the merchant correctly and I got answers to my questions, they choose the standalone terminal. I think that makes sense. That's a great decision. My last question for you would be about the invoicing. Now, you mentioned that it might be nice to have the ability to send an email or text invoice link to catering clients a few times per month. If I could get that going for you at no charge, I'm assuming this is something you would like to have, correct? Now you have a happy client who purchased exactly what you wanted him or her to purchase. This was accomplished by going through a list of options and making the merchant feel the freedom to choose, but helping the merchant make the right choice. I would like to say one more word about our sponsor before ending this edition. There are very, very few large payment processors that are still 100% focused on leveraging independent sales partners for distribution. North American Bank Card has stayed true to this mission, and they are constantly innovating to remove friction and provide merchants with the solutions they need. Let me encourage you to click the link uh, below, and if you're reading the version of it there, you can go to that link there. It's gonab.com, so G-O-N-A-B.com. See how North American Bank Card can help you sell more merchant accounts and specifically how you can provide the right solutions uh, and options to small business owners in your local market. My name is James Shepard. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. 